Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Companies like to protect their trademarks and Apple is no different. But it has resulted in some novel legal battles. In Switzerland, for instance, it's trying to win the right to exclusively use the image of an apple. But the Swiss Fruit Union aren't too pleased about this. They too, for pretty obvious reasons, also use an image of an apple as their logo. And Manuela Macchi is a trademark lawyer. Manuela, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sean. How are you? Is is Apple attempting to kind of copyright all of Apple's in in <laughs> many countries at the same time, or is it just Switzerland they're concentrating on? Uh, no, so um, they have filed a trademark application using an international system that designates many, many countries around the world. It's come to the attention of the press because Switzerland actually rejected that application to register the image of an apple. So, um, in fact, for example, uh, that trademark application has been granted in the EU in 2017, <laughs> and that was not reported. Um, so, yeah, it sort of hit the news in Switzerland because uh, the the local trademark office rejected the application on the grounds that an apple is a sort of a generic um, item, mm. uh, and it should be that that image should be free for everyone to use. Um, however, what I'd like to add um, is obviously. In the news, it's been reported that Apple has been trying to register the image of an Apple uh, around the world. Uh, But what's really important when you talk about trademarks and trademark registration is uh, what is it registered in relation to? Uh, so, you know, trademarks give their owners a monopoly right over a certain sign or a certain word, but it's a monopoly right with some limits. And one of the limits are the goods that are listed in the trademark application. So, you know, when uh, you read the statement that Apple is trying to register the image of an Apple around the world and trademark it uh, so that they can exclude other people from using the, the image of an Apple, it's not quite accurate. You have to go and look at what they're trying to register. Okay. So... In this particular case, um, what they listed in the trademark application are um, things like music recordings, sound recordings, um, recordings featuring entertainment, film, video, TV programs. So um, the in Switzerland, um, what happened, apart from the fact that the application was rejected, is currently under appeal. So um, we only have limited access to the information because of the appeal pending. Um, it caused an uproar uh, amongst uh, apple growers. And um, I can tell you that because uh, I grew up in Switzerland. So, you know, apples are a big thing there. You mm-hmm. know, apple juice and also apple byproducts uh, are a big thing. Uh, because apple growers thought, well, if... Apple manages to register the trademark uh, for the image of an Apple uh, in relation to TV programs or, or video recordings, for example, are we going to be able to, for example, uh, use our Apple symbol in TV advertising? So, you know, that's the sort of conundrum going on in Switzerland at the moment. Um, but yes, to answer your initial question, uh, they have filed this application to register the Apple image in many, many countries around the world, but they, and, and they have succeeded in, in, in quite a few, including the European Union. Yeah. And for, wh- those, for those, for those items, for those items. It's so like a blanket registration. Yeah. So just to be clear within the European Union, it doesn't mean if you're advertising apples, you can't do it. You can do it, yes, yes. So it's as I said, a trademark registration gives you rights 
limited to what's listed in the application and apples are not listed in in that in that registration so uh you know they're not going to be able to prevent um Apple growers from using the images of apples in relation to to, to their goods. Okay, so, but in Switzerland, is there a concern that exactly that might happen? That apple growers. That's right. Was- Not so much in relation to apples, because the image of an apple uh, in relation to apples is just so descriptive, so generic that nobody's going to be able to appropriate that. It's got to be free for everyone to use. But the concern of apple growers is that if apple Inc. gets a registration for the image of an apple in relation to um, video recordings or films or you know, TV programs, for example, they they will not be able to use their own symbol to produce adverts or to produce, I don't know, documentaries or any video content uh, to promote uh, their, their goods. So yes. that's the concern they raised, yes. And, and when Apple has a trademark like this, is it very specific as to how the apple is depicted because there's many ways to draw an apple i suppose yeah that's right yes to an extent yes and in fact if you go to look at the eu registration you will see that there's a description of the depiction of the apple as an artistic rendering of an apple so um you know the their rights will be limited to how it's depicted in that trademark registration and to uh, say um, to apples that are represented in a very similar way. So it's not like a blanket registration for all apples, except that if you go and look at the image of this particular one, it, it, it is a, an artistic rendering, but it's so realistic. It actually looks like a, any sort of um, any red um, sort of normal apple. So it could actually give them quite a broad uh, scope of protection uh, in relation to images of apples. Yeah, there was, I, I suppose it would be continuing up to a court to decide whether the two images are similar and what an artistic rendering of an apple That's means. That's exactly it. Yes, precisely. Yes. So there'll be an assessment of how similar the registered apple is to what a third party may be using and how, to what extent the, the public for those particular goods would, would be likely to be confused. Yeah. Does this kind of thing happen a lot with large corporations, I mean? Uh, well, I mean, you know, um, I think large corporations tend to try sometimes and register uh, marks that are broader than what they than what they actually need because it gives them some um, defensive uh, protection. But also, um, registrations like that can act as a deterrent to third parties. So it does happen, mm. uh, but it's not, you know, it's not unheard of. Um, of, of just co- not just large corporations, but uh, you know, um, trade brand owners trying to register very, very broad um, trademarks, such as, for example, another hot topic is collar marks. So, trying to register a collar for a particular category category of goods that's something that's you know um, comes up in uh, in case law quite a lot. Um, you may have read a few years ago about the, the battle between Cadbury and, um, and Nestle for the color purple, for a particular shade of color purple in relation to chocolate. So, you know, um, 
it got rejected in the end um, and, and, and Cadbury didn't get the registration, but it would have been very nice for them to be able to have a monopoly over that, that shade of purple uh, in relation to, to chocolate. Mm. So, yeah, it's, uh, it does happen. Yeah. <laughs> and and Le, Bou- Le Bouton, as I understand it, tried the same thing in terms of the, the, the colour red on the soles. The red soles, soles yeah. yes, yes, to, with some success. So, um, basically, what uh, they, they have registered in some countries and not other in some jurisdictions and not others is the uh, a particular shade of red applied to the sole of shoes and basically their um, argument is that in seeing that shade of red applied to the, to the shoes um, customers of a certain sort of high-end uh, footwear will recognize that as one of their their shoes and um, because it would give them a very very broad scope of protection Um, it has been objected to by some trademark registers but they did did succeed in some countries for example I think they failed in Japan um, um, but they succeeded in other jurisdictions Manuela Machi is a chartered trademark attorney at the law firm Kelty Manuela thank you very much thank you very much for having me Moncrief weekdays at 2pm with Anna Glaze on News Talk